death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The cry of the Christian is a song of triumph over death. As a fallen world chases death, the Christian is called to embrace life. And so how fitting in these troubling days as a belligerent Russia wages war on Ukraine that our collect says, Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule and that your church may rejoice untroubled in her devotion. It's almost as if God is still in control, still providentially knows when we need which prayers to be said. Grant that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule. Right? The threat of death hangs heavy. And when we see these images from across the world, we have this stark reminder that it's a fallen world. But because of that, we need to double down in our belief and our joy in the fact that death has been conquered by Jesus Christ. Right? We are not a people of death. We are a people of life. So whether it's on the other side of the world that blood is being spilled in a senseless war, or whether it's here in our own backyards that for the last several decades we've been killing our own. We cannot let death be what determines our attitudes, what trumps our joy, what takes us away from the place of hope and into the place of discouragement. No, rather what we do and what every Lent in fact is about is embracing life. It's to be able to say, I am, I am a member of the one who conquered death. The one who proclaimed the victory of life. Does my life reflect that? Do I cling to him in hope? Or do I just curl up in a ball of discouragement and despair? That's the question that we have before us in these days. With Lent just around the corner, we can have that maybe be one of the principles that we have in mind. What during this Lent can I do to be able to embrace the God of life more rather than follow this culture of death that just doesn't care about the dignity of human life? We may think to ourselves also, based on the words of our Lord in the gospel, from the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks, what is my heart filled with? Is it just filled with doom and gloom? Is it filled with a culture of death? Is it filled with various things that take me away from the God of life? Or is it filled with the gospel? Is it filled with what I receive in daily prayer? Is it filled with faith and hope and love? Because from what your heart is filled with, your actions, your words, your attitude will follow. And, and so the great self-emptying that occurs in Lent is to get rid of the junk so we can be filled with the grace. So we have a few days to think about that. How can I let my heart be emptied of the junk, filled with the Lord, so that I may embrace the God of life rather than fall prey to a culture of death? 
right now, there's so much beyond our control. And it's so terrifying, right? To know that there's a lunatic who can wage war on the whole world. And we're sitting here. And we think, what can I control? Well, the lunatic inside of me. Right? Because the, the, the lack of peace in the world did not begin in some boardroom where somebody said, Oh, I want that land, I want that land. No. Lack of peace begins in the heart of those who do that. And I can look at my own heart and following our Lord's very stern warning to notice the splinter in my own eye, I can realize there's a lack of peace here. And so, yes, I absolutely should do everything that I can to pray for peace in the world, to resist uh, war wherever it may come. But first, I need to deal with that war in my heart, that lack of peace that I've let in there, that hatred that I might bear towards someone, maybe even someone in my family, that resentment that I have, that lack of forgiveness that I may just let be a burden on my soul that weighs me down. Whatever in my heart is taking away my peace, the Lord wants me to look at that as that that wooden beam to take out of my eye. So then, yes, I can help on the world stage to take splinters out of others' eyes. But I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to work for peace on a grand scale until I work for peace in this little heart that I have. And so we have Lent just before us. I can't tell you exactly what to do for it, but I can tell you what a good way to decide, what disciplines will be helpful. First, does this bring me from death to life? By that, is this something that is actually fighting my tendency to give my soul spiritual death through sin? Is this something that is helping me to embrace a fuller life with Christ, to cling to the one who has given me life, who has conquered death? Or is it just an empty practice that I do to show myself, hey, I could live without that for 40 days? Then, is this something that changes me on the inside and not just an external change in my actions? What do I mean by that? Well, both in the first reading... Uh, from the book of Sirach, where it says, The fruit of a tree shows the care it has had, so too does one's speech disclose the bent of one's mind. So in the first reading, we, we read about the quality of the tree changing the quality of the fruit that's produced, but also the fruit showing the, the, the characteristics of the, of the tree. Well, then the Lord himself expands upon that, right? And he says, A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. There, what the Lord is basically saying is, I care not just about the stuff that you do. I care about the kind of person that you've allowed yourself to become. Do you have a heart that is actually filled with peace? Or one that's just filled with contention, with rancor, with resentment and anger. And we might say, no, 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 I'm good toward all the people in my life. Well, how about that person on the screen? Right? Do you you have a pity for the sinner or do you have this hatred that just bubbles up whenever you see this person's face? Hear their name called. If you have that, then that's exactly what the Lord wants to work on with you. 
So that you can, there can be not a single person in this world that you look at and have this deep hatred and resentment for. Instead, if you disagree with them about everything, you have pity and you have prayer. Yes, you might have anger at what they're doing, and maybe you should, but you don't let that anger turn into hatred. Now, being capable of doing that, that's a tall order. A rotten tree can't bear that good fruit of being able to love even in the midst of anger. And so, the question is, how can God make of me a good tree? Right? How, how can he build within me this nature that is capable of this heroic kind of love? So, first question is, how is what I do for Lent helping me to embrace life and reject the death of sin? Second, how is it actually changing me internally so that it's not just a matter of choosing these actions or those, but, but changing me from being maybe a rotten tree into being a good tree? How is this changing me for more than 40 days, but for an entire lifetime? How is this making me more capable of virtue? How is this something that, that makes producing the good fruits of faith, hope, and love, how does it make it that more possible? Then, the third image that the readings give us today, not only uh, turning to life from death, not only uh, allowing ourselves to be a good tree rather than a rotten tree, but also with what is my heart filled. Right, I mentioned that at the beginning, but how do we fill our hearts? Well, through the ears and through the eyes a lot. Right, I'm going to be thinking about and then feeling a certain way about whatever I was watching, whatever I was listening to. And it really does form our worldviews. We might say, oh, no, 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 I'm above that. I know I can watch whatever on Netflix. It doesn't actually affect me. Actually, it does. And I've seen that in my own self, right? I'll be like maybe 10 episodes into some series and I'll realize, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, I'm watching this like series where they're all conniving. I've been kind of manipulative wait a second, this junk is actually affecting me. And so we can think to ourselves, what am I taking in? Because that's filling my heart. And from the fullness of my heart, my mouth's going to speak. I am a rotten or a good tree based in large part on what I'm taking in. So this Lent could be a time to look at all of the stuff that I'm taking in. What effect social media is having on? the shows that I watch, the music, or the talk shows that I listen to. You know, there's that saying of uh, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, something like that. Well, are those five people all talking heads on this podcast, this radio show, uh, this TV show? Is Jesus even in the top five? Like, if I counted up the minutes that I spend listening to things, is this talk show host above Jesus? Like, do I spend more time in prayer or more time listening to this political commentator or that one? That could change this Lent. We can allow ourselves to be filled more with the gospel of Jesus Christ than with anything else. So, this Lent is our movement from death to life. This Lent is our opportunity to let God make of us good trees rather than rotten ones, so that we may produce good fruit rather than rotten fruit. 
And then also this Lent is our opportunity to empty ourselves of anything that is not God so we may finally be filled with the God of peace who has conquered death. And if we do those things, then wherever the world goes, we won't have to be kind of slaves to things beyond our control. Right? If the world's doing great, I'm doing great. If the world's doing poorly, I'm just totally down. No, instead we will know that sovereign freedom of one who is a member of the one who conquered death. We can join in his victory and we can know that even if the fallen world keeps falling, we've been redeemed by him. We don't have control over the world, but we have control over ourselves. And this Lent is our time to, in freedom... Be able to learn to have better control over those selves. To nourish those souls. To bring them to be in a place of peace. So that even if the world goes wherever it will go, we know where we will go. To the God of peace who has conquered death and wants to journey with us through this Lent.